good morning to those that are getting ready to get to the next stage of life. What I want to talk to you this morning is I want to show you how to become. And you know, I love saying things like, I want you to become the best part of yourself. I think that's the constant fight of a man or a person is to always want to become the best person that they can be. The best part of themselves. How do you get gold from a person that once was regarded as useless? So this morning, I just want to teach. So, don't worry the pace because I actually want to speak to you. These are questions that I'm going to be asking you that I've been asked. And some of you hear the preaching or the word and I had the funniest conversation yesterday. Well, not funniest actually because every conversation leads for me to go into a deeper studying time to go and study and actually research not just research and just go and see what the word is saying you know my research is not on internet or whatever my research is actually on soundcloud so somebody asked me a question sir what is wisdom very 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 good question because i guarantee you if i give one person the microphone here right now they will tell me what wisdom means to them they won't actually give me the correct definition of wisdom and i know i can see some people on their phones right now you're going to search out what does wisdom mean too late let me tell you let me tell you i want to know what wisdom is somebody said i hear about it I hear the preaching of it. I hear them say that if you you can build, if you build your foundation on wisdom, but the thing is, the person doesn't know what wisdom is. I want you to quickly ask yourself the question, do you actually know? Or was you just saying, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Do you know what wisdom means? Wow, stamina, that's powerful. What is wisdom? If you want to build your life, how are you going to build it? Wisdom, where are you going to find it? It's one thing to know what wisdom means and then it's another thing to know where do you find wisdom? These are questions that I'm going to be asking you this morning. And you see, this is a, what a powerful way to start the week to find out about wisdom. And how wisdom can shape or help you and I. So, go to Proverbs. I think I gave you one scripture in Proverbs, right? Read it for me. Proverbs 4, 
I want it on the screen. And this is a morning class, so I want everybody attentive. Don't be fidgety. Just, of course, those that need to do what they got to do, work and whatnot, do what you got to do, but still try and stay locked on. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, mm. so do not forsake my teaching. Mm. For I was too a son to my father, mm. still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. This is a father talking to his son. Get wisdom get understanding do not forget my words or turn away from do them. not forget the words that come out from your leader do, do not turn away from the words that come out of your leader you hold on to it so the first part that we are going to be discussing is you see, have you held, you see there's targets in front. There's so many things in front of us, but the question is, you don't have your target. You're struggling for your target. What I want to ask you this morning is, the first thing I want you to do is evacuate yourself. Everything that you've ever known, everything that you've ever been taught outside of the nation, I want you to evacuate yourself completely. Everything that you was taught outside of the nation, I want to ask you to just forget it. Whether you want to forget it for one minute, ten minutes, six months, right now, what I'm asking you to do is forget it. Completely erase it out of your brain. I want to ask you, how, many, how much time do you spend under the word because in order for you to get wisdom if you want to get wisdom if you want to enter the next stage of your life let me tell you it is not going to be based on what you do day to day meaning what you do with your own might is not going to be based on that it's not going to be based on your intelligence I've told people before listen people go on and this is not in-house I'm saying in general people talk about how much qualifications and XYZ that they have but let me tell you I don't have your qualifications when you were studying when you was doing your exams I was in prison yet you can't point somebody that lives in a better area than me to show you that it's not based on what you do day to day. I told Baby Leah things like, your head Baby Leah wanted to be a teacher. And I said to her, what's the salary of a teacher? Or what's the salary of a head teacher? And she told me the salary of a head teacher, what is it again? It's like 80 to 100K. 
80 to 100k now from a giver's perspective that is nothing yet her 80k and 100k is based on her intellectual system how much things she's been able to absorb in the world what she has learned yet a pastor that came out of prison five years ago is in a better position than her so it, it has nothing to do with your day-to-day -day activity are you hearing me to this morning inspire it has nothing to do with your day-to-day -day activity it has to do with who what school of thought are you attached to because I can only be in a certain situation I can only be in a certain environment because of the things that I've been taught because of the school that I've entered I've decided or I decided to enter a school of nation family do you understand where targets is what births a mad person in the financial industry if you want to be a one in finance learn to finance I don't want to hear about or I don't want to sit in a classroom of course it's great to sit in a classroom and learn how people do things but you see the best learning is actually being on the field and you see from Tulsa Hill when Pastor Oni was preaching or he would give us targets, real life things for us to do in order to enter certain spaces that we are in today. So, if you haven't been reaching target, if you haven't been pushing yourself, if you're still giving what you was given last year, it clearly means that there's a school of thought that you haven't attached yourself to. If you're still giving what you gave last year. Told you, what is a head teacher compared to a PK? The only thing that's different between us is the CV. Their CV is cleaner. But you see, when God searches into the world, he's not looking for somebody that CV is clean. He's looking for somebody that can get the job done. And you see, if you want to get the job done, it's depending on who you listen to, what you listen to. The days that we live in today wasn't always like this. What therefore is wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to discern, like Stamina said. Wisdom is good judgment. Did you hear that? Wisdom is good judgment. Are you able to look at a certain thing and judge it according to what it's supposed to be? And let me tell you already. If you see me here today, it is because I fitted in to a purpose because I did not have good judgment. Do you understand? It is something that I have to learn or learning it is something that I'm learning to be able to discern or to look at something 
and know that this thing is going to produce something that you didn't think it was going to produce. So I want to ask you this morning, first of all, do you have good judgment? And if you don't, where do you get it from? You only get something that you haven't got from somebody that has it. If I look at a Pastor Toby or if I look at a Pastor Oni or a Pastor Sam or a Pastor Nikki, you will see people that have the ability to discern because of their exploits. Because of how many people they have around them, you understand that this is a person that actually knows what he's doing. I want to tell you sometimes how things come around. Things come around just by you sitting under a certain type of word. Not you doing many, many things. Do you understand what I'm saying? You sitting under a certain type of word. You learning what the word says for you. And having taken that word, you therefore produce. It says that those, you know my favorite scripture, and I think Pastor Oni said it on Thursday. The scripture where it says in Matthew 5 verse 6, when it says those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. And he said that's for the leader. If you're a leader, if you class yourself as a leader this morning, I want you to take them words. It is only somebody, somebody that's going to take the next, that's going to push the next financial barrier. It's somebody that is willing, hungry enough to be filled by the word. It is not about the book that you're reading. The book that you're reading, whether you're in university or whatnot, the book that you're reading is to equip you for what you hear already under the word. So God will have to raise a Pastor Kevin that has been in prison all his life to teach you that it is not about university. It is an addition to the soldier that God is raising. It is about who Pastor Kevin is under, who he listens to. And you see, there are times where we get it wrong. There are times when we get it wrong, guys. As in the word is coming out and at times you think that you're better than the person that is preaching the word. It has happened. The times when you're new, when you don't fully understand who the person in front of you is. It has happened. And every time I go back and I listen to instructions that were given before, I start to see that there are things that were always there in order to help me that I didn't see or I ignored. Because I didn't place value on the teachings. If you have no understanding, how do you gain understanding? You speak to somebody that understands. Although these things are common sense, 
although there are things that you 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 will say, oh duh, they're actually the hardest things to do. Because number one thing, if you believe that you're a leader, if you believe that God is sent into your life, if you believe all these things, if you believe that you have purpose, then let me tell you something. You should also believe that the devil is after you. Every chance that you get to unlock the next part of your life or the next part of yourself, the devil is waiting there to catch every word that is coming out. The devil also listens to word too. As the word's coming in, there's already something inside of you that is blocking the word. There's also something blocking the word, something sitting down, acting like a converter. And when the word comes in, this converter brings it out. Instead of letting it stay and dwell inside of you in order for you to produce. I want to talk to you about wisdom. Go on. Continue. Do not forsake my words or mm. turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. She will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Good judgment will not just protect you. It will watch over you. Continue. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it cost you all you have. So now you understand why I said to you that evacuate everything that you've learned outside of the nation. Because, let me tell you something. Wisdom is going to, wisdom or understanding is going to cost you. It is not cheap. It is a big cost. I read you guys a scripture if you want to jump there very quickly. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. But and it talks to you about the natural man. It says, go on. But the natural, unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. This natural man is an unbeliever. Who is an unbeliever? Somebody that doesn't take hold of the word. Somebody that doesn't take hold of the instructions becomes an unbeliever because it is only when you take hold of something that that thing is going to make you become natural man unbelieving the worst thing that you can do in God's eyes is unbelief when a target is set out in front of you the moment that you've questioned that target inside of you that's a sin we all used to do it. God sees me and you bigger than the way we see ourselves. So he bases our whole life on belief. 
you understand? Because once you believe, there is nothing. And I repeat to you, once you believe, there is nothing that you can't do. There's no stage that you cannot reach once you believe. Belief is the beginning of getting wisdom. It means you're on track. The moment you're believing, how do you know that you're believing? You will do whatever it takes for you to gain understanding because I told you or I showed you in scripture, it says that it takes all you have. It costs everything that you have in order for you to gain understanding. I want you to ask yourself the question and I still want to see the comments. I want, to ask you, I want you to ask yourself the question, what have you done? How have you pushed yourself in order to show that you have so much strong belief in the word? What have you done? Continue. For they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him. Mm. And he is incapable of understanding them. You know that word is a very, very strong word, you know. When somebody says you're incapable of doing something, it says the natural man is incapable of understanding The natural man is incapable of understanding anything that comes out from the word. And, and a natural man it is, is somebody that understands only the things that is in front of him. He doesn't believe that just by sowing, he can be a billionaire. Why do I believe that? I didn't believe it. <laughs> my whole life I didn't believe in my whole life because there was a certain doctrine that we was under but you see under this doctrine under nationalism we are able to hear the words not just hear the words but see how something that a spiritual man has taken hold of a believing man that has taken hold of and we've seen what his belief has done for him you know as I was thinking about I was thinking about God I was trying to say to God who 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 am I to you who am I and you know what I started saying to I started saying to myself I said you know I know who I am I'm a problem solver I'm a problem solver and you see the more I listen to the word is the more that I believe who I am the more that I believe who I am you see every person that you're seeing doing exploits it is only because the word is making them understand who they are do you understand what I'm saying to you the word is making them understand who exactly they are what they need to be who they need to be, who they need to be around, the word will show you that. 
I was listening to a SoundCloud and Pastor Toby started talking about Mordecai and Esther. So then I went to read about Mordecai. And I, read, I went to read about Esther. Esther had no mom and dad. Esther's parents was Mordecai. Anything that she knew from them was dead. A new person was implemented by God's setup. This person's name was Mordecai. And Mordecai would be her trainer. Mordecai would be her instructor. Mordecai knew that Esther was beautiful. So you see, as soon as he knew that Esther was beautiful, he started, you know, you need to be around people that will not sleep with you because of your beauty. Because remember, let me tell you this. As soon as the king saw Esther, straight away, I want you to hear me very carefully, straight away, as soon as the king saw Esther, straight away, he fell in love with her. Straight away, above all the women that was bringing or that was bringing to his council, when he saw Esther, straight away, she found favor. Do you think that Mordecai didn't know that she was beautiful? Do you think? But you see, what Mordecai does is what you don't understand, he uses it as a weapon for you to understand your purpose in the king's palace. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? When your leader looks at you and speaks to you and spends time with you and starts talking to you about X, Y, Z, best believe he knows why he is telling you to do this thing because he knows what you don't he knows what you would ignore I believe that Esther knew that she was beautiful I believe so but what I don't believe is I don't believe that Esther knew her position in her beauty but Mordecai did I want to you know what women do, go to America. You see how women have misused their beauty and of course, not to fault them. Because the culture over there says that when you are with a rapper, if you're with a rapper, if you're a baby mom to a rapper in America, it's like a new job. It's like a lick. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It's a joke. I hope you know that. Those of you that scroll on Jada Wader's page, there's nothing that she's done in this community. There's nothing that she's done in this world by being a baby mom to something. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So if you love her, be careful. Because you don't know how she got there. Oh well, you do now because I've just told you. She was somebody's baby mother. Do you understand? Little, little baby, if I'm exact. If I want to be very, very precise, little baby, um, baby mom. As in, the women wait for the rappers to blow. Then they will present themselves as a living sacrifice. 
for them to become. I hope you understand that for them it is not a bad thing because that is the word that they are under. So why, why would God place you under global leadership, as Pastor Oni will say? Why does he put you under intense word? Because these are the people that you are going to be sent to. The people that think that being just a baby mama is going to be a big lick. When a girl from America will see Leah, She'll be confused if they see a Deborah. They'll be so confused that why are these girls like this though? They will ask you the question, how did you make it? They'll ask the Jerusha, how did you make it? There are people that have been taught that sleeping with guys is the way to be. And if you haven't grown to a place of true leadership, who are you to tell them what to do? Wisdom. When you meet the next Jada Wader, you will have to have wisdom to discern who this person could be for the kingdom. But before you are able to discern or before you're able to pass judgment, not pass judgment as in condemn, before you're able to decree judgment, first, you would have had to have an encounter. You would have had to be under the word for a certain time. To absorb everything that makes wisdom in you. For you now to go and declare it. Let me tell you, go to Solomon. I think it's First Kings. It is only when Solomon done something great in the eyes of the Lord. That God now asked him, what do you want? What do you want me to give you? Solomon asked God, what do you want? Like, what? Or God asked Solomon, what do you want? I'm pleased with you. What do you want? And the first thing that Solomon will ask for is wisdom. Wisdom. Imagine how important the ability to discern is. How many people have entered your midst and you haven't discerned them? How many people are around you right now and you haven't been able to discern them? The questions that I'm asking you are also the questions that I ask myself. I want to see the comments. How many? How many opportunities that have come your way and you haven't been able to discern? How many? Why would you have a default in being able to discern something? Is how much value you place on the house? 
is how much value you place on your leader. When I'm asking myself, God, where have I gone wrong? You know, there's sometimes you have to have them deep conversations with God. You have to have them deep conversations with yourself, asking yourself, this thing is not right. Where have I gone wrong in this thing? And let me tell you, it is simple. You don't need to pray about it. Just go in your room and just rethink about the instructions that you were given that you didn't do. I asked someone to come to a meeting this morning. The moment that she's here, I already know, okay, this is someone to talk to. She can make an excuse. We haven't spoken like that before. Do you understand? Sometimes the smallest instructions are the biggest access to wisdom. And you think it's small. And you don't know based on what has just been said. I remember last week I said to be, I said to be, I remember it was Monday. I said, listen, Pastor Oni is holding workshop. I said, you and you, make sure you're there. Make sure you're there. And the next day, they're telling me about word conference. I think, are you mad? Word conference is on Wednesday. Why are you telling me about word conference on Tuesday? It's on Wednesday. Are you telling me that you didn't think? Because I know why I'm saying it. I know why I'm telling you to go there. Because it was an instruction that was missed before. What do you do? You miss it again. Miss it again. Then after that, you're still looking for target. Everything that your leader says to you, you count it as life. Everything. Every single thing that comes out of your leader's mouth, you count it as everything. If you're going to learn from mistakes, you learn from the things that you didn't do before. The things that you didn't do the correct way, you learn from that. But what did Solomon say? What did God say to Solomon? At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, Ask for whatever you want me to give to you. Solomon answered, You have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on this throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen a great people, too numerous to count or number. Jump that verse. So give your servant a discerning heart 
to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. Now let me tell you, as soon as he asked for this, jump to what he what happened. Once you're under the word for a certain time, and the word turns into understanding. Understanding leads you on the road to wisdom. God will now give you things to discern. He will put things in your path. Your leader will now put things into your path and allow you to discern it. Go on. Verse 16. Go on. Now two prostitutes came to the Lord and stood before him. One of them said... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back. It is funny how it starts the scripture of with two prostitutes. Prostitute is not a good word. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll say it for you. Don't worry. Because you're saying, ah, prostitution is not a good thing. Right? So, it starts the scripture off with the occupation that these two people hold. Already, they're not trustworthy people. Because they're tr- prostitutes. Already, already, they are unclean people. Because they're prostitutes. Already they are thought of as the lower of the lows. As in, it will only take a discerning spirit to settle this matter. Otherwise, this matter cannot be settled based on the people that are bringing the matter forward. Does that make any sense? Okay, continue. One of them said... Pardon me, my Lord. This woman and I live in the same house. And I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During this night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son and he was was dead. But... But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw saw that it wasn't the son I had born. Mm. The other woman said, No, the living one is my son. The dead one is Is yours. yours. But the first one insisted, No, the dead one is yours. The living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. The king said, This one says, My son is alive and your son is dead. Mm. While that one says, No, your son is dead and mine is alive. What a problem. 
What a major, major problem. You see, after reading this scripture, because I just thought about it, I just said, you know what? What the word does, it, it makes you understand who you are within the nation, within a certain work. And if you're watching me this morning, it is simple. We are problem solvers. Make sure you write that down somewhere. You and me, we are problem solvers. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you do. Whether you're in uni in Birmingham. I know that Naomi's in uni in Birmingham, right? Whether you're, is it, am, am I saying the right thing? Naomi's in Birmingham, isn't it? Whether you're in uni in Birmingham or you're playing football at Rangers in Scotland, John Lee. Right? Whether you're a Jerusha or a Leah in Hakkasan or wherever the city leads you or whether you're a pastor Faith with national security and with the boys Sam, Brian, James whether you're a Lady Jo London in the beauty industry God has called you to be a problem solver there in other words everywhere you will go depending on the intake and how much you understand the word you will be there to discern problems unpeculiar problems will come towards you so many will come all around the world and you will be the people that will be able to settle matters that's what god is calling you for the moment you believe it, you will just start, you will now start taking shape in that form. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? You will now start taking shape. The moment God starts calling you in that dimension, I told baby Leah, this XYZ is your target. I don't know how you're going to do it. Just go and do it. The next day she meets someone of use to her. Why? The moment she takes it in and she starts believing in whatever is coming out, things just start to shape to help her. Everything about her will start helping her. It doesn't matter if it's Nancy with Makeup Academy, things will now just start to shape her. Shape in order to solve every problem that's in front of her. You see, the funniest thing that I'm saying right now is that the boys know that there is a certain financial problem in an area that we're trying to solve that no one, uh, no one around the world has been able to solve it. And you're asking yourself, okay, I'm, I'm, I sat there thinking, looking at all these charts and thinking, how are we going to get past this problem? What God is saying is, is that, listen, that problem, it is not a problem. If you hear the word in the dimension that you're supposed to hear it. 
the level of intake that you take in would unlock every single thing that looks like a problem to you. Why? Because you will now have the ability to discern. You will now start to know, okay, everybody is doing the same thing with this matter, with this economic matter. What word are you going to hear that's going to unlock this thing? Because it's only word that's going to unlock it. God had to give Solomon the wisdom to discern the problem that he was about to face. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So you see, when I go to service on Thursdays, Sundays, whenever the days are on, and I'm sitting there, and all I'm listening or all I'm looking out for is, I want to hear the word that's going to unlock the next level of problem that I face. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? If you're in security, which Pastor Faith leads, how are you going to make sure that you don't just make money from this, but you employ every single young boy that just wants to be a waste man? Because security is a gang. There has to be a replacement. There has to be something that they love that they can transition to. How would you be able to discern? You discern by paying close attention to the words. You remember the Proverbs, right? You hold the words that you hear tightly. When I'm, looking, I'm, when I'm preaching, I'm, I'm looking at somebody just in service. That I'm saying this one. <laughs> this is sin there, like, oh, yes, sir. Mm, amen. 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 Waiting to go on their phone. Waiting. Itching. Say, this one is going to solve a problem. No way. There's another version. It says, sit up and hear the words. You see, whenever service is on, you're upright, you're hearing codes that are going to win the battle. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Meetings, strategy meetings that are going to help you win this week's battle. Every battle that's going to come your way, you sit up straight for the Monday strategy classes because you know that these words are going to help you with whatever you're doing. And remember, we are still on on our Martha Beef, right? We're still about 14k away from Target. I don't want the youngest one of you to think that, oh yeah, I've gave my seed. No, that's not how it works. The first problem that God gives us every single month is seed. Why is it a problem, do you say? Because it's very, very difficult to put yourself apart from the work. It is very difficult. It says it cost everything. It cost everything to gain wisdom. Let's see the decree of Solomon. Then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order Cut the living child in two. And give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, 
please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman. Do not kill him. She is his mother. Based on good judgment. Discerning judgment. The week is ahead of us all. I want those of you you see that you are a leader. Go back and drown yourself under the word. Because there's things that you've missed. Problems that could be easy for us to solve now. Targets that's, that could be easy for us to solve now. But because of your lack of diligence in the word, you miss what you're supposed to hit. There can be no time that anybody is fully sure of target. These are words. Go back to Proverbs for me. Proverbs, you was reading, all right? Continue where you was reading from. I will be finished soon. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it cost all you have. Uh-uh. You see, sometimes, you see when you read things. Pastor Oni always says you have to slow it down. And read it properly. Do you understand what it means to go and get something? Do you know what it means to go and get something? If I tell you to go and get something, it means that you have to use your strength. Yes? You have to get up and go and get a certain thing. You have to use. You, you can't just, you can't get anything by just sitting down. Whether it is even SoundCloud. Yes? If I tell you, go and get this thing. If I send you on an errand. When you're, when you're told to get wisdom, you're sent. Continue. The beginning of wisdom is this. I said continue, then you started again. Though it cost you all you have, Go on. get understanding. understanding. Mm -hmm. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Does anybody know what exalt means? Anybody? Yeah, go on, speak. I want to hear. To raise up, to put in a higher position. Yeah, read the def definition of exalt. To think or speak very highly of someone or something. No, there's another one. There's another one that I'm looking for. To raise to a higher rank or, or position. position. Okay, so we're going word for word with this, right? Continue. 
Embrace her and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. I don't know what a garland is, so don't, don't wait for me to explain it to you. You guys can do that on your own time because nobody's going to be putting anything on my head except for a crown. But go on. Pardon? Continue reading. Listen, my son, accept what I say. It says, listen, my son, and accept what I say. When somebody's ringing your phone, somebody's ringing your phone, you have the option to accept or decline. Yes? You have the option to accept or decline, right? How many times... Has the word been calling you and you've declined? These are major, major questions that I want you to ask yourself. You've asked God for opportunity. You've asked God for position. There's many, many things that you've asked God for. You've asked God for answers. But how many times have you listened to the word and you've accepted it? accepted it for whatever it means for your life. There's those of us that left, there's a lot of people that left our midst a couple years ago. It's because they didn't accept. And we were fine with that. We were fine. But you see, in this house, when the word is on, the word is a fundamental ground. And let me tell you, if you don't accept it, it won't work. I hope you know that acceptation is also belief. Accept and belief is the same thing. Because if you listen to, if you believe in a certain word, it means you've accepted it. If you believe in a certain word, it means that you've accepted it to work for you. And it will work for you based on the way you've accepted it. How many times have you declined? Let me tell you, I've declined many, many times. Many times. Before I continue reading, I want to tell you this. Those that write notes, write this properly. I want to tell you this quickly. There was a scripture that just came to my mind and it was still in Kings. It was when God was telling Solomon, he was telling him that because you have asked for this, right, get up for me if you can find it. He said, because you have asked for this, I will make you greater. There will be nobody like you. Yes, there will be nobody like you. I think you said something like that. There will be nobody like you or there will be nobody greater than you. Go and read that a little bit for me. So basically what God was saying to Solomon is that he was going to make him he was going to make him the greatest 
because of what he asked for. Let me tell you something. You see, if you are able to carry wisdom, if you're able to have wisdom, it means that you will always be relevant. I want you to write that down. You will always be relevant if you have wisdom. If you accept the teaching of nationalism, you will always forever be relevant. Forever. If you are able to always solve problems, what makes the likes of Richard Branson relevant? He's able to solve a lot of problems. Elon Musk. He's a problem solver. You're talking about Richard Branson. These are guys that brought water to Africa. Clean water. As in, they made methods on how to clean up manure. You know that, right? And turn it into water. We all drink it. Uh, we all drink it. Don't worry. Yes, they bring system to Africa. Let me tell you, no matter what you say about these guys, they will always be relevant. If you're able to problem solve, you will always be relevant. If you're able to fix certain issue, and I, that's what I think God is calling you to do. God is calling us for a specific reason. That is to fix the major problems of this world. Not just... Of course, wisdom will also bring finances. So how do I know when a person has tapped into something, I look at their giving. I'm looking how they're pushing. Looking that they're making sure that they're asking the leader, sir, what's the target? Sir, what's the target? Don't worry, you all got my number. There's no one person that's messaging me, sir, what target are we on? Sir, sir, until you have this passion. Because it's the teaching that brings passion to me. So how would I know that there's another person that has passion? It's not because you gave. Right? You could send whatever you sent. But the constant, sir, have you met? And let me tell you, you're not just saying, because look, after this preaching, you'll be now saying, sir, I reached target. Don't come and ask me a question if you're not sending. Do you understand? Because it's like you're teasing. You're saying, sir, have you reached target? Sir, have you reached target? And I'm saying to you, no, we haven't reached target yet. Just, oh, God damn. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. We need to reach target, man. I'll be looking at you like, are you crazy? Let me see the comments. The only way to join a fight, right? And I said this to you guys when I was speaking about the natural man. When the iPhone, the iPhone, what was the first iPhone to come out? 
iPhone 3 came out. 3G. <coughs> before that, before iPhone, if I'm correct, guys in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. Who was on BBM Messenger? Show me your comments. Who was on BBM Messenger? Who was on it? Was you on BBM Messenger? Blackberry, yes. Blackberry. This is, you see the, emo the emojis that you're sending, yeah? That's where the real emojis came from. Am I lying? Yeah. Uh -huh. Blackberry was when you could express, you could, you know, you can cry with a circle man. 299D7EED. Chai. Keza. That's your Blackberry pin, Jesus. <laughs> Naomi Grace said, yes, I was. Yes. Listen, if you had Blackberry in school, if you didn't have Blackberry in school, man, God damn. God damn. You was a loser. 110% you was a loser. Listen, my mom couldn't afford a Blackberry, so I stole it. I'm letting you guys know now, so before you guys think anything, I stole my first BlackBerry phone. Ping. You guys remember Ping? Ping. How many breakups was on that, that machine? So many breakups. Oh, so many breakups. Yeah, he, was, he, he wants to be on my display picture. Yes. And if, if, he, was, if he was like Pastor Faye, and you, listen, who remembers people that used to do, you know them stupid statuses, if you don't want to talk to me, it's fine. I don't need anybody. <laughs> I don't need you anyway. Black screen. Black screen, dot, dot, dot. Yes. You remember, right? Ah, you guys are all laughing because you all did it. Relationship status single you remember right taken love heart yes no replies i'm trying to remember broadcasts there's so many broadcasts in that thing yes the pin trains not available at the moment you see the reason why i'm saying this and i'm happy that you guys are all engaging in the comments I see Angie engaging, Sierra engaging, so many people engaging. I know why. Yes, now what are you talking about? Pick it. Did you do it? I done it. I was, I was the king. I was. Listen, let me tell you something. I had a name on BBM. Do you want to know it? How much are you willing to pay? My name on on um, BBM messenger was Kells and Girls. <laughs> Yeah, my name on BBM Messenger was Kells and Girls. Yes. Now, let me tell you why I'm saying that. I want you to know that everything that we're saying and expressing right now, we couldn't enjoy that with a fairy free ten. A fairy free ten was just snakes, bounce, maybe Pac-Man phone call, text message, and that's it.
right? True or false? Snake game, yeah, snakes. But you see, when BBM was advertised, when you understood what this thing can do, oh my God, the way your heart opened up in worship. How much was the BBM? Find out the price of the first BBM. And then I want you to find out the first price of a 3310. And I want you to show how much you believed in the BBM. So much so. How much was it? There's no way. Maybe. Actually, Blackberry. BBM was on Blackberry. What are you talking about? Yes, no. Yeah, find out the price for me. Find out two bills maybe. Faith free ten was like what thirty pounds, twenty pounds. Is anybody looking for prices for me? Twenty, thirty pounds. Twenty to thirty pounds, you know. I want to see the difference. 129 pounds, somebody says. 129 pounds. So what's that? The Blackberry, the Blackberry, BBM. So one said 129. Another said um, Blackberry Bold. Yeah, 200 and something. Yeah, I had a Bold. Yeah, because I was Bold. So uh -huh, I had the one that you can flick and but let me tell you, how much was a fair free ten? How much was a fair free ten? You guys are very slow with your phones, you know. Fair free ten was about twenty pounds. People believed in this phone so much that they were willing. And let me tell you, at that time that BBM was out, all of us was very young, you know. If I was young, I don't know how old you guys were. So you guys didn't have money. Twenty-one pounds ninety-nine. That's how much it was. The question is, because of the hype around the BBM, it doesn't matter if it costs 200 and something pound. We found a way to retain this thing. It was out of our means, clearly. What year did it come out? So we can actually be, let's actually get technical about it. 2012. Jerusha, how old was you in 2012? You was in year six. How old was you? That's not your age. Pardon? Okay, 2007, yeah? You guys are coming with different dates. 2007, it came out, right? Okay, when did you... You probably got your first BBM at like 2013, 12... Okay, it was discontinued in 2012. It came out in 2007. So between 2007 and 2012, right? All of us were involved. Jadida, how old was you? 2007, how old was you? Four years old. Imagine. Four. Okay, so people still got blackberries though. So, you would have had a Blackberry around about 10 or 11. True or false? Yes. So, let me tell you why I'm saying all of this. 
It doesn't matter how young you was, right? That's why you guys, you young people, you're crooks. Let me tell you, you're crooks. Those of you that don't like to tune into service. When summertime comes and there's a bashment rave and we see you there, we'll pull up and we'll... Why? The, the, the things that people do for the things that they love. If you're telling me that you love the word, you love the word that your, your leader speaks, I want to see how far you're willing to place value on that word. Because once upon a time when you had a 3310, you placed so much value on a Blackberry, so by all means necessary, you went out to get this thing. By all means. And then the next phone that came after that, you went and ran after that. I'm now talking about something that's going to make you different than your friends or whoever you call your friends. Something that's going to make you different than every single person in this world. Something that's going to make you excel. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can be 40, you can be 35, you can be 17, you can be 19. This thing that I'm offering you this morning, the chance, let me tell you, it is a privilege for a person to be under leadership. It is a privilege. Because most of the people that I know, most of the people that are leaders today were never like what you see them. It had to take a line of leadership to bring out a certain person. So now when I see that certain people are solving certain issues, certain, solving certain problems, making sure that people are employed in Hakkasan or whatnot, it's problem solving, I hope you know that. These people never came from that. They never done that before. It was only under leadership that their lives was able to excel. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So you see, for the leaders that I've given you commission on, you see these five people. Make sure these five people are on. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. It is a responsibility. If somebody's not on, it is a product of your leadership. And guess what I'll just do? I'll take that person and I'll move them to somebody else. I promise you. There is no time because I want to see people or leaders that are in-house that are so fired up about the word that are willing to do anything for this word. That are willing to spend their own money to do takeovers. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? That when there's a takeover, they are saying, sir, I'm involved. When there's a target, you're saying, sir, that I'm involved. I'm not going to talk to people like children anymore. Let me tell you, the fundamental of this house is giving. I just spoke to you. Those of you that gave everything or gave beyond their means or beyond your means to get a Blackberry phone, what about the vision of the house? What would you give to the vision of the house? What are you going to do to show that you have so much love? How do you show that you believe in something? How do you show that you are down for something? By the purchase of it. 
people act like they can't read scripture anymore. It says it clearly. It will cost you everything you have. But let me tell you, once you have discernment, once you have wisdom, you can build anything on that. Any single thing you can build it on. Why am I preaching or why have I decided to be on on Monday, to be on on Wednesday? Because I'm placing value in what I'm hearing day to day. I'm hearing things like words will make dry bones live again. How can I therefore not speak? How can I therefore not give? If you're a young person on tonight, I want you to purchase wisdom tonight. Or this morning, I want you to purchase it. You're not too young to do anything. You was on BBM at a young age, so it tells me that you're able to purchase anything you want. You're young today. Tomorrow you don't know what you will be. How do you know what a man will be? Number one, the person will be under leadership. Number two, the person will give to a vision and the vision will support you later on in life. This is our last day or last week of our beep and I want to see, I want to see your hearts. There was a time when one of, one of your sisters in the house was telling me that she would tell me what her heart says about giving. But yet, when you want to do your hair, your heart tells you go and do it. When you want to do your nails, but when it comes to the matter of seed, it is your heart that will speak for you. No, it is not. You will see that a target needs to be set and you want to settle it. You would want to settle it. How are you going to know a rich man? You know a rich man by, you will ask for targets. Then you will long to live to settle targets. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? That's how you will know a rich man. That this person will be pained. He won't be able to sleep properly unless target is done. And let me tell you, after that target is done, there's another target coming. That is what shapes you into the person that you need to be. I saw someone's giving yesterday. I said, okay, let me call her in for a meeting. Because now I know who she is. I won't know who you are. Unless I start to give. When Pastor Toby speaks or Pastor Oni speaks first, they say, I, I must see that this person give. Why? Because that's the people that you want around you. You don't just want talkers around you. You want people that are able... Listen, God doesn't need support. He doesn't need it. He needs family. Support is something that you just do to support this thing. Do you understand? Oh yeah, I supported it. So that you can talk about it one day as yeah, I put money here or put money there to support this thing. No, -uh. Family. How do you show that you're family? It is not your comments online. It is not how much you like. It is what you fight for daily. What turns a man into a flipping beast? A good beast, by the way, before you guys start. The targets. Go and check the leaders of the world and go and see. Let me tell you, you, you want to talk to me. Somebody wants to talk to me about Elon Musk. Come talk to me about him. Why? The guy became a billionaire because he gave everything to what he believed in. He gave everything. Everything that he had. He moved out of his own house. 
his house. He went back to live with his mom's house because of what he believed in. What more for you? What would you do because of what you believed in? You, everybody knows you were more on fire when you was in the world. Or the world, sorry. You was more active when you was in the world. You went clubbing to the highest dimension when you was in the world. You, you, you went above and beyond to sin when you was in the world. But you see, when you came into Christ, you became timid. You became shy. The world will call you vulnerable young people forgiven. Is that what you call yourself? Vulnerable? You. Ah. Some of you that they call vulnerable, they don't know that these are evil people. Evil people. You call James vulnerable. James is a crook. He's a good crook. There's no vulnerable people here. There's only people destined for greatness. And how are you destined for greatness? You're destined for greatness by how far you are, you are pushed. Every single thing needs to die. Everything. Everything you learn outside of the nation needs to die. There could be an Angie watching. An Angie watching. And let me tell you, you Angie could be anybody that you can be. You can be everything that you need to be. But first we need to see your heart. I'm not afraid to talk about giving. Because it says that it, it will... Tell me, it says that to gain understanding, it will cost everything that you have. The only people that you now find that will now start tweaking the, the Bible is the people that don't want to give. They'll start telling you, oh no, but it says in this scripture, it says in this scripture. Do you, do you yourself live by every scripture that you read? Don't come and pick and choose what scripture to use when it's talking about giving. I know that there's a, long, a lot of young people but let me tell you, from now, if your mind, if your heart doesn't yearn to be big, how would you, how would you be big? If you're not pushed to be big, if you're not pushed to push a work at this age, when are you gonna push? When? Out there, the only time you hear push from a young person is when they're pushing a baby. Don't let that be your story. And of course, we accept anybody that's made mistakes. But don't let that be your story. The pushing that we speak about in this house is the reaching of target. Because we understand that the reaching of target makes a person. We understand that in God's system, there are certain examinations that he puts in front of you. What are you going to do? Ask yourself, you've discerned your own life until now. If you find yourself as such a wise person, if you look at, if you deem yourself as such a wise person, tell me, why are you not a billionaire yet? Tell me, why? When I came here, when I came here, I thought I had money. That's a couple hundred, that's a couple grand, a couple hundred grand. It's not money. But you see, I understood the true value the true value of being a powerful person. 
Now every time I saw, every time I saw a certain amount, I understand that that amount doesn't have hold on me anymore. Whether if it's 10k, whether it's 20k, it doesn't have hold on me anymore. So you see, when if if I was ever to go in the workplace, I would know what they should offer me by how much I give. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Those of you that haven't participated in this month of Beep, listen, run. You better run to your leader. And start your conquest of giving from now. The next people that are going to take over the generation are going to be a bunch of givers. So make sure you don't miss out. Make sure you're a part of them people, you know. Don't be, tight. don't be somebody that's if it's a club, if your friend asks you to go to, um, I don't even know the clubs of these days, you will go. What is going to make Deborah an established person? It's how much she pushes. How much she pushes, how much she sacrifices for what she believes in. What, what puts you on the radar? I'm looking at your heart. I'm looking at, okay, the leader that's in front of you, how much you respect and follow him. I hear things. I hear. But I don't just want to hear. I want to see action. I want to see those of you that will push by any means necessary because you know the people that I'm talking to, you guys are not nice guys, you know. You know you're not nice guys. You know. You know right now, if you wasn't in Christ, if you wasn't in the nation family, you know what you'll be doing. You're not, you're not nice guys. You're not. You know who you was before. You're not nice guys. So bring, bring your energy, bring your all of this stuff, bring it into leadership and you will see the person that you become. You see by the words that you hear, by the words that you understand, you will start discerning things that kings discern. Because you are king, you are queen. Tell me, how long have I been? Pardon? One hour and thirty. Wow. One hour and thirty. Yes. Start getting used to it. Start getting used to the one and a half hours, the two hours, because I think you guys have had it easy, man. Oh my days, you guys have had it easy. I'm looking at the people around me. These guys are not good guys, you know. And you know I mean it with due respect, as in, I'm looking at this person, I know this person, like, I'm saying, like, if you was in Sigma, or Signum, or whatnot, I know you'd be on the block smoking weed. How did you buy the weed? Was it God that gave it to you? You would have to purchase it. True or false? Let me know if you've enjoyed the word this morning. Let me see your comments. Let me see your comments. What a wonderful, wonderful way to start the week with our strategy meetings. Let me see your comments. Let me see. Let me see. All I want you to comment, I want you to comment one thing. I want you to comment. 
that we will meet targets.